very much in favor of the counting of points. Does it work for you? No. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Run-Through, the figure skating podcast where we will run through all things that made us kiss, made us cry, and made us wonder where all that coin's coming from. I'm your host, Ashley Wagner. And I'm your other host with all the coin, Adam Rippon. And so also with us, as always, is our producer, not Olympic champion, Sarah Hughes. And she's going to be here to make sure Ashley and I get our facts straight, which sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. And she's also going to join us later for a segment we like to call Fierce or Fluts, where she's going to prompt us with a topic and we will have to decide if it's Fierce or Fluts. Today, we're going to be talking about our favorite fake event that turned figure skating into an Olympic team sport, World Team Trophy. Mm. Now, this is an event that is not really playing by the same rules as the Olympic version, but also kind of is. So we're going to break down the rules, explain how Le Fouc, all these skaters qualified, and most importantly, talk about the prize money. Right. How Le Fouc did they qualify? This is a, a French podcast right in case you didn't know. <laughs> right, right there's the french version make sure you subscribe to our french version <laughs> <Le rentreau. laughs> um yeah so world team trophy ashley why don't you break it down how do you qualify i don't know well basically the way oh my god sarah's already turning away i did look this up prior because i had no clue so i love that i'm asking you how you qualify when I know you have no idea. <laughs> I was just told to show up. So basically, they look at the top 10 from every discipline mm-hmm. and they break down that top 10. They take the top two of the top countries mm-hmm. and they say, you are going to World Team Trophy. There are six countries involved. Wait, they look at the top 10 of what? Yeah. Each discipline. In At what? Okay. I know the answer to this. (laughs) I just want to know what you're saying. So, okay. They decide the countries. And the countries are based on Uh the performance at the world championships. No. No. It's it's world ranking. Isn't it world standing, which is different than world ranking. It's world standing. And you... Your skaters. We're deleting this part out. No, we're not. No, we're not. no, 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 no. So it's Au world contraire. standing. Wait, what's ranking? Ranking is different than standing Um, for no reason at all. The world ranking is really doesn't get used for almost anything, which is very confusing. World standing gets used for almost everything, like draws okay. and everything else. So you don't, they don't pick the countries until the season's over. You accumulate points. Your skaters accumulate points throughout the season. So like a, a U.S. skater getting first place at a Grand Prix mm-hmm. earns 400 points. My God. And then a U.S. skater getting first place at World Championships earns 1,200 points. So it's cumulative over the course of the season Ah. across all four disciplines. And they don't count every single U.S. result, for instance, Mm -hmm. or Japanese result or whatever. But they can count, I think it's up to four single skaters' results throughout the season and up to two different teams in pairs and dance. So you get cumulative points mm-hmm. and okay. then at the end of the world championships the top six in points are the teams that qualify 
Got it. I'm really happy that you cut me off before I mentioned that they just like pulled names out of a fishbowl. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say two things. One, that was different than the way Ashley explained it. And two, this is a great example of us needing a fact checker. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this, your podcast is only as strong as your fact checker. It is. It's so true. And ours is very strong. Our facts, weak. But our, our fact, fact checker, checker, strong. Strong. On point. Um, so now that we actually know how skaters are qualified, mm-hmm. we have six countries that are competing. We have Team Japan, mm-hmm. who is the host country. We have Team Canada, Team USA, Team Italy, Team France, and for the first time ever, Team Korea. I'm so excited to have a Korean team. This yeah. Year. It's going to be really cool. Team Korea is going to be really fun. Um, I think... I always remember, like, when I think of World Team Trophy, I think it's when, uh, in my mind, I go, one, it feels like all of the, the, like, top skaters are there, but then there's always some, like, randoms who aren't because of being, like, you know, the the lone skater from their country. So it's like when we're losing, like, the Luna Hendricks or the Javi Fernandez's. Um, right. But I'm excited because I get to see a Korean pair team and a Korean dance team which is kind of thrilling for me. Thrilling. I um I think that is a really great point to make because the way that we let's get into points first of all. Okay. So, I actually do know how the scores are kind of drawn up and it doesn't involve a fishbowl, but <laughs> you are assigned points based on your placement. Mm-hmm. So, for any singles event, you get 1 point for last place, you get all the way up to 12 points for first place. Yes, I literally just looked this up. No, you do get 12 points for first place, but it only goes down to seven points for last place because there's not 12 teams. There's not. So it no, only for goes singles. down to seven. For singles, I said. There's only. There's 12 skaters. But there's two skaters from each country. So that's true. It's for dance and pairs. Okay, fine. <laughs> We're only as good as our fact checker. This podcast is getting weaker by My the minute. God, do you know how powerful I feel right now. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't hold on to that that feeling, Ashley, because I feel it's like short lived. <laughs> I wouldn't hold on to that for too long. But okay, so for singles specifically, yes. last place one point, first place twelve points. Do the math in between. Short program, long program, they work the same. So if you're first in the short, first in the long, you're it's a total of twenty four points. Mm-hmm. Mm. But for dance and pairs, because there are only six teams, each country has six one team per dance and pair discipline. Mm-hmm. Last place would be seven points, working up to twelve points. Okay. God, so many numbers on this podcast today. So it's a number scale. It is a, it's a math it, literally podcast. it is the new judging system, which is now twenty years old, is a numbers game, <laughs> as they say. I mean, they do say that. Um, so it's going to be really interesting having countries like Japan, who really do have such a strong field in every single discipline, for the most part, like a very decent team being put together here uh compared against a country like korea who is going to be really strong with the men and the women 
but their weakness is going to be dance and pairs. They're going to lose a lot of points there. So it's going to hold them back from being truly competitive at this event because they're really only relying on two disciplines to get them points. And granted, you know, if their pair team comes in last place, that's still worth seven points. That's a pretty decent amount of points. Mm -hmm. It's not going to really be enough to guarantee them any of those top spots. No, I think they're also, they'll be a little bit behind in the men as well. Like they have um, June. They have June. But then they, their second man is most likely not going to get them a lot of points. Yeah, yeah, that's true. This is us talking strategy for... For all the teams. The next team up. Actually, so wait. Before we go in to me talking strategy, as I'm (laughs) learning how this whole event works, and I'm like, I was there. I don't know how how it works. (laughs) Ashley, how many world team trophies have you been to, Ashley? Because I don't know. I feel like I've been to at least one, but I think Mm -hmm. two. No. Wasn't a world team trophy in Everett, Washington? No. Oh, my God. That event was fun. I don't even know what that was called. That was like North American Team Challenge (gasps) or something. That's right. Yes, absolutely. That was the one that um, I was on the same team. It was like the North American team. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. Because I have pictures of like Caitlin Weaver in our like kiss and cry. We were teammates. Yes, that's right. Oh, it was it was kind of like um, it was Japan open ish where it was like you represented your continent, not your country. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, that's how I prefer to represent myself these days. By your continent. By my continent. Right. Um, No. Okay. so you I looked this up because I thought that I'd been to two. And I thought you had been to, I wasn't sure how many you'd been to. Mm-hmm. So you've been to one. I think you were either competing in 2013 or 2015? 2012. 2012. Right. 2012. Okay. <laughs> so neither of those. Yeah. None, none of those. And there options. was no world team trophy in 2015 or 2013. Is that right? Nope. There was a 2015. They started skipping. They went 2012, 2013, 2015. I did my research. Wait, they had a 2015 world team trophy? Yeah, because that's that's how we're it skips now. That's why we're on the odd years. I'm like rack. Yeah, no, I did not go. Oh, it was probably because I was so bad that whole year, but then was good at the end. And the only Am reason I you ranking? were competing, yeah, but the only reason you were competing in 2012 is because 2011 got pushed back because of the earthquake. Is that right? History, yeah. Oh, right. 2011 did get pushed back. Yes, 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 yes. Wow. So you you competed in 2012. We were on the same team together. And then I went to 2012, 13, 15, and 17, apparently. I was in a blackout for that one. I do not remember 2017. Oh, my God. You've been to so many. And I think I was the team captain at two of them. (laughs) (laughs) Having no idea how anyone qualified. Going, I got your back. I got your back. Me, Ashley Wagner, has your back. I have no idea how you got here, but good luck. Good luck to my team. Um, So the thing that makes this event really fun for the skaters, um, beyond the massive paycheck that we'll talk about, Mm -hmm. uh, is just like it's the end of the season. It kind of feels like an exhibition. I mean, Adam, do you want to talk about your experience? Like For me, it just felt like nothing really mattered. You were going to get paid well either way. Mm-hmm. And like we were set up with a really strong team. 
Um, I mean, I definitely had a fear of failing my team. So I was mm-hmm. like, um, which you probably like, listen, like y- you were really good. So it's like you were going to get in the top part of your event. And if I was but like. But I was guaranteed to cheat my double axle at least during one program at this event. Actually, always. yes, that is true. You always <laughs> did do a cheetah double axle. I think you did one in every appearance. I did. I think I yes. did. Yes. <laughs> It was the end of the season, and I was like, I can't fully rotate anything. I would do the best triple-triple of my life and then cheat my double X. Wait, you know what I think? You know what I think it really was? was I think you did a cheetah double axel, and then the next time you went, you went, that was so weird I did a cheetah double axel, and you thought about it, and then you did another one, and then for the next three, in your mind, you probably were like, here we go again, and just got so <laughs> tight on that double axel, which... Double axle isn't that easy. No, it's really not. Um, I cut you off though. So your your experience, your feelings competing. You were worried about your team, right? I was I was worried about my team. Um, I'm a teammate through and through, a team player, right. as yeah. as some would say in sports. Figure um, skating is a well known team sport. Right, now it is. <laughs> now it is. Um, I'll never let anyone forget. I I literally will never let anyone forget. That it is a team sport that I I participate in as an individual athlete. <laughs> I'm an individual on a team. There's no I in team, but there is an there is an I in figure first skating. Place. But there is a, there is an I in first place. <laughs> um, okay, so if I if I'm doing like um like a recall of like what does World Team Trophy mean to me? World Team Trophy means to me. Um, I felt like there was this requirement that in the middle of your, it felt like everybody was like serious during short program and then free skate. Everybody was really tired. Cause like it was just exhausting. Cause it was right after the world championships. Sometimes you'd like fly home, you'd have like a week and then you'd fly right to Japan. Some of these athletes are currently on tour with stars on ice. Like I think I'm not entirely sure if stars on ice, Japan is still going after this, but mm-hmm. they have been, touring japan since they wrapped up world championships they haven't been home yet right and so like that is also a week of like skating on ice that's not the right size it's also a week of like needing to perform in shows and stuff so you're going to be exhausted you're still going to be fine you're still in shape you don't lose your shape in 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 a week um no which is like in hindsight you can say that but like when you're going through it you're you're going I'm in the worst shape of my life. And it's been seven days since you were, quote unquote, in the best shape of your life. So you're fine. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the free skate, it felt like there was this requirement that like by the time you made it through, maybe you had two more jumps left that you had to because everybody does this there. Look over at your team in the middle yes! of your program and have everybody cheer for you. Serve. You have to serve it up. Yes. And that happened, I think, Almost everybody does that. Almost everybody yes. looks over to their team at some point in a long program and they go, I can't do this alone or at yeah. all, maybe. Help me get yeah. me off the ice. And then your team starts screeching and it really does become a team event in that very moment. Like the second that the tired skater on the ice points to the box at their country and yes. they start screaming, that is where teams are made. Right. It is. It's where money is made, actually. And that was, I think, the best part. So, you know, obviously, like when you're in the middle of this season, your like goal 
as a U.S. skater, at least, or at least this was my goal, was that I wanted to be on a on a world team. And mm-hmm. hopefully being on a world team would lead me to go to world team trophy because world team trophy would be a really great opportunity to be guaranteed prize money, to be guaranteed a little bit of income. Um, and so that was the really exciting thing. It felt like this reward for like doing really well, um, you know, to make a, a world championship team. Um and the money. So, Ashley, why don't you go into the money a little bit? Because now Let's we're speaking my language. Money. Okay. So, there is a combined prize pocket of $1 million US dollars. Oh, my God. Ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. So, first place is going to receive $200,000, dropping down to $170,000 for second, one sixty for third, and then so on all the way down. And the federations can take a cut of that. Sarah, is it 10%? 10%. A 10% cut of that. And then it's supposed to be divided equally amongst all the teammates. I know in the U.S., they will usually give a little bit more to teams, just so that way when it's split in half for them, it's still somewhat yes. equal. Yeah. yeah, well, I think it's that they divide it e- equally by skater, and so the teams end up getting more because they're together. So they each mm-hmm. get it. Yeah, their exactly. Um, and then on top of that, we have appearance fees, which I think it's... This feels totally new because I don't remember that, and I remember no. I would have been thinking, ooh, Ashley's going to get some money. I would have worked so much harder if I had known <laughs> that it's going to happen. So just for showing up, mm-hmm. you are going to be given 30K and then 20K. If you were if you were first at Worlds, you were going to be given 30K. If okay. you were second at Worlds, 20K. If you were third, 10K. And that also applies if your final season ranking is first, second, or third. So if you finish the season ranked second, but you got fourth at Worlds, you still get that second place appearance fee. Okay, I have a question. What if I ranked second, but I placed first at Worlds? Do I get first and second? No, they take the higher of the two. Okay. I love this. You're like, give me my 50 grand, please. I love that you're like, give me my 50 grand, but in my mind, I'm going, I got first at Worlds. (laughs) And I'm ranked (laughs) second. (laughs) <laughs> that that went right past right past you not me uh-huh oh, no, no i was first i was first at worlds and i was second in the ranking give me my 50 grand right <laughs> when really i'm going thank god i'm here <laughs> so that's the thing that's kind of wild though so shoma uno pulled out of this event citing injury mm-hmm. and he's giving up 30 grand I know. Well, I mean, if you're injured, it's like 30 grand is going to be a lot less than what you'd miss for like maybe getting more injured and missing out at the Grand Prix because you can win like you can win a lot of money on the Grand Prix circuit, too. I agree with that. But still, 30 grand is 30 grand. 30 grand. I don't know. I would be like, well, I guess I'm going to show up and do my best. Right. (laughs) I'll just tape my ankle. Whatever. I'm just going to hook my hip back onto my body. <laughs> It'll be fine. I know. It feels it feels so I mean, that's just it's just a lot of money. Well, it, they really had to motivate the skaters cuz I remember back in 2009 when this was something that was, you know, in the works. Mm-hmm. Um I remember Scott Moyer was like, uh, n- no, we're tired at the end of the season, like not interested in this. And so I think they really had to incentivize the skaters like right off the bat. But then also it's like, 
Japanese figure skating. Like that's every skater knows that if you actually want to make a living in this sport, either be a Japanese skater Mm -hmm. or go perform in the Japanese shows. There's just like the audience and the appetite for this kind of an event. Like I don't think we NBC doesn't even cover it in the US. Right, Sarah? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I think when you hear so many skaters talking about like, oh, I love performing in Japan and like that love is so real Mm -hmm. because it's so exciting to skate at an event where the whole arena is sold out, where everybody is so excited for every single skater um, that's there. And truly the fans celebrate every single skater that's there and they and they 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 know skating like it's a very intelligent skating audience they know what they're watching they appreciate good skating they give the best gifts right that's exactly where that's what was so important the best gifts i own so many of those little hand towels yeah because that's they'll like give you all these really cute stuffed animals and sometimes they'll like crochet versions of your costumes and put them on like a little bear but they will also always give you these little like hand towels they're really tiny yeah they're very thought the japanese fans are so thoughtful like the most thoughtful fans and like people so because yeah the costumes like the tiny versions of your costume on a tiny like teddy bear is it's crazy it's so incredible i still have all of them. So I still have no, a collection of bears all in tiny costumes. <laughs> I know. I have one in my like bedside drawer right now. Yeah, which it's important to have. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like what else from like World Team Trophy. I remember like the other thing that I really loved about World Team Trophy was that um it was because it was a smaller event, it felt really intimate that like you were Mm -hmm. always running into like the other disciplines, which doesn't always happen at a competition. Um, So my, if I have to close my eyes and I think of like world team trophy, what I think of is right before I got these new sneakers, this is 2012, obviously my sole appearance at the world (laughs) team trophy. Thank you to Ashley for clarifying. So, I remember that I got new sneakers right before and they were like those barefoot sneakers because in 2012 that was like really popular. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where it was like, yes, this is like so granola of you and you're the least granola person I've ever met. Well, this is the thing because I think where was Megan Duhamel a world champion in 2012 or world medalist? Mm. No. But she was very relevant. She was very relevant to the pair scene. Yeah. Well, I remember Megan being just like in the best shape I've ever seen, like a human. Right. And she had these barefoot sneakers. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get them. Obviously, that's the key. So I was wearing them and it really hurt to like walk around. It so also makes sense for Megan. Like, yeah, because uh, she pain is... is making me stronger. Like that's that's very Megan doable. Yeah. And so then I was like the pain is making me weaker. And so (laughs) (laughs) it's the last time I ever wore those sneakers. But I remember walking around and it's just like, you're in an arena that's like built up. So like you're walking over like wires for TV cameras and like, you know, stuff. And like every wire, I could feel it like, each individual wire I walked oh over, I could feel my it on the sole of my foot. And that's Wait, I, I want I to bring this up. This is, you didn't reference this specifically about World Team Trophy, but 
Adam, at one point, we're, I think, at NHK together. Uh Uh-huh. And he comes home from practice, and I'm like, how's practice? And he's like, it was fine. But the ice, the ice is just so fucking white. Yeah. That's so, wait, this is a true (laughs) thing. And we were going to talk about it, but I forgot to, about world championships. Because I noticed, and I said it again, when I was (laughs) watching Worlds um, in Atlanta with Sarah... Um, obviously where the world championships were held in Atlanta, Japan. <laughs> and when I was watching, I went, oh, wow, the ice is so white. And as soon as I said that, I had this like, that's so Raven flashback of Visceral like. Visceral reaction. So I remember. Blinded. Oh, yeah. I remember at that NHK. So they painted the ice and it was all white and it just had this tiny little like NHK logo in the middle. And so like. When you're doing a program and you are trying to figure out where you are in the arena, you kind of like in practice, you like can see the lines or you see some like, like big dashboard. Yeah. Like you have a marker and it's like to help guide you like where you need to go, especially like getting out of a spin or taking a step like out of some element or whatever. And at this arena, I remember that like all the seats were, it was all black seats and ve- the arena was very clean and the ice was very white. And so I would get out of a spin or like be in the air in in a jump and be like, I don't know where I am. And so I, I did go back and was like, the ice is so fucking white, which it was. <laughs> It was, but then I got in my head and I get on the ice and I'm like, oh my God, I've never, I didn't realize the ice was even white until that moment I get out there and all of a sudden I'm blinded simply because you told me I should be. Well, it's just like, sh- like the brightest lights of all time are shining down on a shiny white surface. It was a lot of kickback for somebody who was eventually going to get cataract surgery me before <laughs> they were 30 or oh my at god 30. i didn't even realize that you probably it probably was blinding for you oh my god yeah because i was uh, i was just a few short short years away from being strapped down taped down at an optometrist's <laughs> office in sherman oaks no yeah yeah so maybe it was a precursor maybe that's when i should have gone to the optometrist when i was oh. complaining about the color of ice. Uh, but back to your weak feet and your shoes. Um, <laughs> what your delicate feet. Um, okay, why don't we? Do you want to talk about some predictions? How do you? How do you think this is going to play out? Good. That's my prediction. This period. I think Hard it's going to be good. Yeah, I think. Um, all right, I'm going to predict. I think Team USA first, Japan second, and I'm going to say Italy third. Okay. So if you're going to say, I think it's going to be really tight between Japan and the US. I think Japan losing Shoma is going to hurt them for sure. Um, But I think that their women are stronger than ours. Mm -hmm. Um, I think looking at our men's team, like... our men are going to be better than theirs. Uh, then we have two world champions. So you're right. Well, I mean, pairs, it's going to be really close. I am curious to see how Alexa and Brandon are going to fare against Riku and Ryuchi. Mm-hmm. Just because I think that 
Alexa in particular is just like such a seasoned vet and has been through these cycles where it's like you wrap up worlds, you go, 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 and then you continue on to the world championships. And I think this is going to be really new for Riku and Ryuchi. So I'm so curious to see how they skate in Japan after everything that they've just been through in Mm -hmm. the last month. Um, It could either really work for them and continue to motivate them and maybe Alexa and Brandon will be tired. But Mm -hmm. I think pairs is going to be really exciting. Yeah, Paris Paris will be um it'll be really good. I think I'm I'm really excited. I'm I'm really excited because it's also like a chance where like the stakes are a lot lower and you can see people like enjoying just like their programs a lot more. So I I enjoy watching World Team Trophy um even though my only memory of it is wearing like barefoot sneakers. <laughs> Were the like team spirit uh, like costumes and things like that a thing in 2012 I'm trying to think I feel like it's like definitely gotten like more extreme in the last couple of years there's a team spirit award now there is oh yeah. I that wasn't around in 20 you also win 30 grand for team spirit <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't win any I don't think you win anything <laughs> oh boy well you know who should get 30 grand for her appearance on our podcast today is emmy award winner sarah hughes for her tireless work correcting us no i wasn't told that i was being paid you're not but that's (laughs) why you should be getting an appearance fee yeah but we would like to have sarah join us again she's been here the whole time obviously guiding us along the specifics but we want to um have sarah back on because i think ashley are you ready to play fierce or fluts I have never felt more fierce and ready to flutz in my entire life. Okay. Well, that's surprising. It is sh- it is shocking actually. It's the only level that I skated at. I didn't do as lutz under pressure a single day in my life. So, <laughs> I am fierce and flutz. <laughs> okay, I'm ready to go. I okay. feel like you guys gave me a an easy segue because one of my topics was props like team spirit props mm. in okay. the in the team box okay i'm fluts i don't like these i'm gonna go fierce simply because i think that you can probably go all the way back to jason brown himself and that is where team spirit came from like i'm pretty sure he invented this and like created the precedent that we all now follow yeah and i think that jason inherently is fierce and so i'm gonna go fierce yeah that's true i mean i do love a good american flag in there like a country flag but i kind of draw the line where it gets to like dressing like uncle sam yeah yeah like very uncomfortable yeah i don't i don't i don't like that i'm like and many other people don't either yeah (laughs) (laughs) we're not alone yeah in the disdain um okay i'm still fluts okay okay um how about this team competition format as opposed to the olympic competition format we were talking about this before we got on Mm -hmm. this format where every competitor does both segments Mm -hmm. do you prefer this is i guess it's not so much fierce or flits but do you prefer this to the olympic this or that this is a this or that okay um i think context is everything so I think in the spirit of the Olympics, 
jump higher, live faster, sleep harder. The, the, Wait, the, my, <laughs> that you sounded like my dad. That's what he would say to me before every single competition. Jump higher, skate faster, land on your toe pick. Ah, uh, good advice sleep, to live sleep by. Sleep harder. Yeah, sleep I harder. Do. Um, okay, I think in the in the Olympics, it makes sense to have. Um, take it away, Ashley. I don't know. I'm thinking. I think, okay, I like this setup better. And Sarah, when we were talking, made a really good point that there's a lot more pressure on the athletes with the Olympic setup to perform well under pressure. But I would argue that there is also more opportunity for things to go wrong when you have more skaters competing. So I think you could kind of argue that it's like same, same, but different. I like it because I think it creates this really weird precedent where you're going to have some skater who qualified for the Olympics who is really, really good and talented and deserving of competing at the team event who is not going to get to compete at the team event because, you know, we are at least I think every team decides how they kind of create their team Mm -hmm. uh, differently. But in the U.S., you're kind of given first right of refusal. Um, And so if you want to skate the entire team event uh, and you are the top placed skater in your discipline, you can say that that's what you want to do. You can also say, no, I want to split it. And so I was lucky that Gracie, who was who had placed above me that season um, or at that nationals, had said, I want to split it. Mm-hmm. And so I got to compete as well. But I just think that this is a better a better setup. More athletes get to skate. It's more exciting. Um, I just like it more. Yeah. I mean, I like this setup, but I definitely think if, the, if this was the setup of the Olympics, it totally changes what the team event would look like. Because I think if mm-hmm. you're like, you know, if I'm Nathan Chen, I don't know if I would do the team event so that I would have to do a full competition before I'm trying to win like an individual competition. Do you know what I mean? But the, like the dancers do a full competition. I mean, anyone who doesn't split it does a full competition. I just think that it, if you're going to have a team event that's focusing on your country and the depth of skating in your country, Mm -hmm. um, the, if the team event is set up more like how it's set up, here at World Team Trophy, this actually highlights the true depth of skating in your country because you have more of your skaters competing. (sighs) Yeah, I mean, if I can answer my own question. Please. Which is that I think there's two sides to that coin, Ashley, because it does. I think you have to have a truly deep team to do well at World Team Trophy. Yep. Um. The Olympic version is is harder to win because it keeps everybody closer mm-hmm. together. Yeah, because yeah. a team like Canada, for instance, where Keegan Messing is the clear best men's skater, and the next best men's skater will have trouble being competitive in this field, that automatically makes it harder for Canada to do anything. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think everybody stays closer in the Olympic format. Right. I like the the format of the Olympics. I think that you should be able to replace more people. Yeah, I agree. Wait, what do you, do you think that at the Olympics that you should have like two women, you choose one for short, one for long, two men, one for short, one for long, two pairs, two dance, or is like that not um, realistic 
to have like two pairs from every country, two dance teams from every country. Because I think that that's it's not. A, I mean, I think that it's not doable. It's not realistic to have two single skaters from all these countries, especially in the Olympics when 10 countries qualify. Right. I mean, like, think about like the Republic of Korea. I'm uh, thinking about it. Yeah. I don't think that Stephen Adcock is Korean. <laughs> yeah. I think. And so that to me would say that maybe there isn't a lot of Korean pair teams yet. Right. Um, and so then I would say like a team like Korea would be really pressed to find another team that could also qualify mm-hmm. and, you know, reach the minimum score necessary to qualify for the Olympics to even have a team physically there. True. Hmm. I'm going with that answer. <laughs> I, Everyone's a winner. Yeah, here. I like I like the world team trophy <laughs> setup for world team trophy, and I think the Olympic. <gasps> I just spilled water everywhere. Okay, I like the uh, world team trophy setup for world team trophy. I like the Olympic setup because I feel like there is less room for error. So I like the I like both, and they have they have, there's a place and there's a time. And that is that. Okay. That's that and not this in the this or that. It's that. Yeah. <laughs> he chose that. I chose I chose that. <laughs> okay. This one you guys touched on a little bit earlier. Um, I want to talk about the appearance fees for people who got world medals or who finished in the top three for the season. Oh. Yay or nay. Fierce. So fierce. fierce. This is so fierce. fierce. Where's that money coming from? Well, I was the reason I even figured out that that was happening is I was confused about the the total pot of prize money was a million dollars in two thousand nine, and is a million dollars in twenty twenty three. And you're like, and I went into obviously I went into my trusty inflation calculator Uh to see how much it should have increased. Do you want to guess? Yeah. $50,000. How much no. is a, a million dollars in 2009 worth now? Oh. Or like how much spending power would you have is, is the way that they phrase it. Has it increased by like 15? No. $15 million. Six. I'm 17. I'm saying $17 million. <laughs> Ask us to do math. <laughs> Fifteen Sarah. million, twenty million dollars. <laughs> Final answer: <laughs> The economy is not twenty times the value that it was in two thousand nine. I so don't know. Have no. you bought milk lately? <laughs> I should have stayed at seventeen million. I knew it. I knew it. It would be about one point four million now. Oh, I feel like an idiot if I don't. they were increasing the pot with inflation they would have increased it between four and five hundred thousand okay a, a little over four hundred thousand so most of that inflation money i guess would now be going to these appearance fees which are new this year okay i need to read more about the economy <laughs> and you think they should go you think it's fierce that it goes to those specific skaters rather than going into a larger pot for everybody i do Oh, now I think it's flats. Oh, I think it's fierce. I think it's fierce because you have to think about ratings and why are people turning on the television? They're turning on the television to watch this event, but a huge incentive is to be able to watch people like Shoma Uno. Uh, 
Yeah. No, that's but I, that's I, I, true. I, see, I think it's I think it is like maybe way, like too much feels a little bit out of proportion. See, this is what's so good is because Ashley's taking it from the perspective of actually being in the top three, and I'm going, no, I'm not in the top three. I deserve a piece of the pie. (laughs) Oh, my God. I take you out to a really nice dinner. Okay. Well, if you'll take me out to dinner, then, yeah, you deserve (laughs) (laughs) $30,000. Then, yeah, that's pretty fierce. You're going to take me out to an Outback Steakhouse. So my dinner is going to be $60. We can go to Fusion Sushi. Yes. I think Outback Steakhouse is probably more expensive than Fusion Sushi. Well, depending on what you're getting, I'm getting. A, yeah. I'm only getting a blooming onion. I'm getting the crispy tuna rolls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. Fifteen million dollars. You went up to twenty. I mean, as soon as you said fifteen, <laughs> I went, "Okay, good. We're not actually gonna have to try." Right. Right. I knew that if I made it so high, I wouldn't look like I didn't know what I was talking about. No, you were so smart. So I just kept making right. it higher. And then she said, I need to read more about the economy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, To conclude this segment, I do want to point out that Ashley has not given her prediction for the top three teams. Oh, I thought that I did. I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be Team Japan. I then think that it's going to be Team USA. And then I finally think that it's going to be Canada. Okay, Japan, USA, Canada. I was mm. USA, Japan, Italy. What am I missing? Oh, I'm missing Laura Naki Gutman. Oh, well, I changed my mind. <laughs> so now you ch- are you ta- are you doing? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand by it because I think that Deanna and Max are gonna come in and be really strong. Um, I think that their women are going to not be strong. Um, I think that their men are going to be really strong. And I think Piper and Paul are going to be strong. So I feel good about that. No, that's a good. I mean, the thing is, I think it's going to be really tight with those top four teams. I think it's going to be really tight. Just it'll just depend on how, how everybody skates, which is truly in the name of competition, how it should work. The only reason why I didn't say Italy is because I haven't heard of every single one of their competitors. And you have heard of every single one of the Canadians? She's heard of yeah. every single Canadian skater of ever, whoever did a learn to skate I'm class. a Canadian skater, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A she skate knows, and sculpt. Yeah. <laughs> a North American skater. She's a North American skater. We were on the, I was on the same team as Sarah Maude Dupois. <laughs> is she the second girl going? She's listed as the first, so it's in alphabetical order. Because <laughs> I think Maud Dupois comes before Skeezus. <laughs> oh. oh, and what an event it will be! I'm, I'm excited for this. Event. No, I love it because also, you know, when we did World Team Trophy, the other thing that I forgot to mention was Gracie was a junior skater. Who got a senior oh, program to show this up is to our World Team first Trophy? Time interacting with Gracie Gold in yeah. the flesh. Yeah, and it was it was very fun. Yeah, so yeah, you do you do see some skaters that like you might not have seen um, during the season. So that that yeah. should be fun. Yeah, like Sarah Maud Dupois. Yes, <laughs> your favorite Canadian skater. Yes. 
Uh, it's going to be a great event. Um, the action starts up this Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, it's This event is just camp. To me, it's if I were to give any event on the circuit an award for the Ashley Wagner's Giving Camp Award, it is World Team Trophy. Uh, even as a competitor who has done this four times, it never really truly felt like an actual event, uh, which I think is fierce. And mm. at the end of the day, the skaters are being paid for just showing up. And I think that they all deserve that. They do deserve that. And so that's, um, I'm happy to give them that the Ashley Wagner is giving camp award um, because of the, the nice payday that the skaters deserve. Yeah, kaching. And I just can't wait to see Laranaki Guzman on the ice one last time. Literally on the belly Literally on, the, on ice. the ice. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Blade overhead. No, it's it it's perfect. And and because it's perfect, that's the end of her program. I think Ashley, that's the end of our run through. What do you think? I think it's really funny that we're like, oh, this is gonna be like a short program run through and um we are finishing recording at 1 p.m. And our recording start time was 11.30. Right. Uh, <laughs> We're just chitting and chatting. Yeah, there's a, it's just, there's so much to go over. Um, but that being said, let's wrap this up. Um, you can subscribe and listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also love hearing from you. Reach out to us on social media with topics you think we should cover. I love this because it's written in our script as should, all caps. <laughs> and so, that tripped you up. And that scared you. You went, should? Should. <laughs> ah. <laughs> but let us know what we should cover. Uh, we are quickly approaching the end of the competitive season. But fear not. We have a lot of content not planned yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So actually, maybe you should fear. Maybe you should be reaching out and letting us know over the summer how you want to hear from us, uh, how you want to build up all the skating excitement. Um, We know people. We have connections. So uh, let us know what we should be talking about, who we should be reaching out to. Right. (laughs) Oh, my God. Ashley, where can they find you on social media? You can find me at Instagram at AshWagner2010 because uh, I had my site set on Vancouver. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on also Instagram at Adarip. And until then, like our coach Rafael Artunian always told us before every competition, come, come on, on, buddy. buddy. Bye. Guys. Bye.